0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Support for this podcast comes from Frito Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito Lay
1: Snacket Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about prime time matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty?
0: Greetings loyal listeners. You are listening to the poll on Finsider Radio. Um That was a tough one on Sunday, Rob, not going to lie. Uh I just not uh not a fun one. Not a not a fun game to lose. I really thought we should have won that one. Uh
1: yeah, I do appreciate that we do these on Thursday. It's Thursday. Um Yeah, because cuz I I, I could process it a little bit. I can be like, the defense was awesome. And like, oh my God, we were, I could look at the positives. But like Sunday night, Monday, I don't, I don't feel so good.
0: Yeah. Um, I also forgot to introduce ourselves. Uh, obviously, it was a little spaced out there. Uh, my name is James Radio. For those of you that might not listen to our podcast, I'm joined by my ever optimistic co host, Rob Cast. So, um, Oof. what was your what was your biggest takeaway from from sunday
1: uh defense that we finally saw the defense play not necessarily like the like the blitzy takeaway game we've you know we've been expecting but seeing them be dominant the three and outs the you know when, when they blew that fourth you know when they blew that fake punt which they almost got and then, then force a three and out they were in field goal range literally knock them out of field goal range and force a punt i mean that de- that defense was awesome. We haven't seen it like that. Yeah, they gave up the big run to Dalvin Cook, but that's Dalvin Cook. And you know, look, stats wise, I was very happy to see it. And I'm just, I'm just praying this is we could put this together. That like I want to see that passing game from the you know when two was playing that running game that we had. Uh, you know, for that what was it the Jets game? Which no, which game did we run well? Um I don't know. I just want to see the passing. I want to see running. Jets game. I want yeah. yeah. Jets want game was our defense. best running game of the season. I wanna see defense and haven't really seen it yet. I, I don't want to get you started, but I'd like to see some special teams. I know I know you've got some got some feelings. Went on the Twitter. Who got some <laughs> feelings about old Jason Sanders there? <laughs> Yeah, let's go. Let's let's arms. talk a little bit
0: more about Sunday before we uh, yeah, we well, we'll oh, mention our social media and and our and our email, uh, which is something we don't normally do. We normally forget it because we get too wrapped into our discussions. But um, I will say I I agree with you. I thought you know my my big takeaway was uh, the defense looked great. Um, you know I, I this was the besides the Patriots game. I feel like this was their most complete performance. The Bills game was you know it, it was kind of like a, a bendo break game. Um, you know, and, and they came up really big when they had to, but this was sustained, um, solid play from the defense. They got, they were able to get pressure without needing to zero blitz often. You know, they were able to get, they were able to get some pressure. Three sacks, I believe, uh, maybe four. Um, you know, one of the things you didn't mention was Igbenogany got in there and actually played very well. Yeah. Um, this is the first time that he we've start, seen him do that.
1: started out being Igbenogany. Oh my God. Right. It, By the it way, was actually, I
0: mean, that was the right play though. He, he got yeah. burned and he, and he, and he held. I mean, he maybe saved a touchdown. Mike, By the was, way,
1: were, were you able to listen to the game? I know you usually watch it in a bar.
0: Oh, yeah. We always we get the, we okay. get the sound on. The, the, yeah.
1: The, those guys, who was it? The, uh, um, it was the ex player, wasn't
0: it? The, um, I oh, I forgot who was calling the game. They could we have not had good enough listening this year. to them
1: try to say Egg Monogamy. I'm like, props for giving it a go but uh that's that's not how the, that's not how the name works
0: <laughs> yeah yeah um and really we've only learned how to say his name because we're so mad at him all the time well, well
1: no we lo- no we learned it after the draft we were like
0: oh, oh that's right because we were excited you know, be thinking that it should be, yeah
1: he's only but, eight, um, he's 14 years old how could he be bad <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was very young when we drafted him. I did remind a few people of that at the bar. I was like, he's, you know, he was the youngest guy in the NFL. Like the, I think the youngest guy ever drafted in the first round. Um, yeah. It was something he was drafted. Young. So, um, but no, he played a nice game. Yep. Um, you would like to see him try and you know intercept that ball instead of just knocking it down, but we'll take, we I think the guy,
1: I, I think the receiver ended up hitting it at was, you know, hitting it out of his hand. Like the guy was over his shoulder. That would have been like pass interference if he was the receiver.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, good game from him. And we needed it because yeah. we're, we're definitely hurting in the secondary, especially now with, uh, with Needham going out for the season with the Achilles. Oh, that, that was, sucks. that was brutal. Um, you know, just a can't, you know we love Nick Needham, um, and uh, you know hope he gets better soon. But yeah, that was that was no that he, was tough to watch.
1: Coming into the season, he was like I, I, he was a very solid slot guy, and he played himself into like wow, this is a solid number two. Like we are, I don't like obviously if Byron Jones comes back, that then Needham could be in the slot that makes us that much better. But he was like the the drop off there was like there wasn't much. He was playing great, and I and we, yeah, we like him.
0: Yep. Yeah, and, uh, Kohu, um, did not play on, uh, you know, last week. So, uh, you know, X got back, didn't seem too much. He was in the end zone on the, uh, the touchdown to, uh, to Thielen. He seems to, he just doesn't look like himself this year, but he's, you know, at least he didn't, he didn't give up any, any huge plays, um, on Sunday. Uh, but outside of that, I, like I said, I, I thought the defense was great. Um, Wilkins played, you know, phenomenally. Oh, amazing. I thought Phillips was getting, you know, sustained pressure. He only had half a sack, but he was getting there, um, you know, we weren't bringing in a ton of blitzes or a lot of guys blitzing, but when we were blitzing, you know, they, you know, they were getting home and getting pressure Did a great job stopping the run. You mentioned, except for the one play, um, you know, after the waddle fumbled, um, but yeah, really, really happy with the defense. Um, second big takeaway. And this has been kind of a theme now for the season is that the special teams are, uh, they're becoming a liability, um, not just Jason Sanders. Uh, we'll talk about him as well, but just in ge- in general, sloppy special teams play and, um, you know we had a muff muff punt we didn't lose it but you know that's it's a muff punt bad missed field goal by by sanders again seems like every week now um you know he's, he's left points on the field for us um you know that's it's com- becoming an issue in these games that are close like you need to have those points um and then from an offensive perspective I, I think the vikings made a concerted effort to to not let us run i think that was their you know their plan to come in on defense and you know they kudos to them they sh- they shut us down um but the passing game looked pretty good. Uh, I, we were talking about it right before we went on, would have liked to have seen our starting quarterback finish a game. Haven't seen that, um, since week two this season, um, where we've had our starting quarterback finish or play every single down, um, to, did finish the bills game, but you know, he missed a series. He was, he was injured. And then every game since then, uh, the starter has been knocked out. So hopefully that changes this week. As we get to a back, we'll talk about that later in the show and preview the Pittsburgh game. Um, but I thought, you know, the way the offense came out, I thought Skylar Thompson looked very good. It seemed like there was a, a clear plan. They were mixing the run and the pass pretty well. And then you lose, you lose Thompson. He injures his thumb and, and Teddy comes in. And I thought Teddy played great. Um, but there's, it, it's clear that McDaniel is is scheming for, you know, the, the play calling is, and the, the plan for the game on offense is based off who the quarterback is. Thompson had practiced all week. It, you know, it was looking good. Um I didn't touch on the you know it was was it the second drive of the game or was that the first drive of the game where they um had that string of five penalties in a row, think it was which the I the second the have, second drive. That was the second drive. I have never seen anything like that in my life. No, that was have gross. You?
1: No, no, that was ridiculous. I mean, I'm sure I've seen something like that when watching like you know, like the the, the windless lions or something in a, you know for highlights, but definitely not 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 on a dolphin's team. Like I mean, it, some
0: of them like were ticky tack, like some of them were, were actual penalties like the, you know, the ineligible downfield, like, you know, Williams needs to, needs to be back. That cost us a first and goal. Um, you know, the the holding play on Eichenberg that they called that that was the play that got Craycraft inside the five. I mean, that, that happens on literally every single play to us and never gets, one. you know, our guys are getting tackled or undressed in the backfield. And I didn't think it was even that egregious of a hold, I think he uh, I just he fell down and he brought the guy with him. Uh, you know, I, I mean I, mean, I think old? that's sure. something
1: that they call when you fall when you fall and bring a guy to the ground they they always call that. I don't think that's not, a thing that
0: uh, they don't we don't get it especially it when the guy's often like to us.
1: on his way to the quarterback. I mean, I think I don't like it, but I I mean, I think that's I, mean, I don't think that's a terrible call.
0: The um, Ingold, I OPI, I didn't I did not think he was blocking before the pass was caught. Like I I did not See it that way at all? Um, Again, plays that I, those are things that seem to happen all the time. It just felt like I. I mean, I. I don't know. Were they penalties? Some of them were. Some of them, I. The end of the day, they were penalties. It's odd that they called five in a row. I've never ever seen that.
1: Yeah. No. That was that was terrible. And and the fact that we kept digging out of it, and until it was just, it was like, honestly, it felt like Madden when they just when they're just like really, when they just (laughs) keep. Holding, holding. I'm like, come on, you're killing me.
0: So yeah, the drive ends up with no points. And then, um, you know, it, going into going towards, you know, halftime, the Vikings had scored. Um, you know, we got a, we had a field goal and then, you know, we were, we had the ball with under two minutes and, uh, just, just starting out to drive with Teddy Teddy was quarterback now because Skyler was hurt. Um, and I like, a pass. by the way,
1: I like the being aggressive there.
0: Because, yeah. Oh and, no, no, no. Yeah, go for it. Like, he's, and he's, and it was a great, it was McDaniel a great throw. Been, Got.
1: he's been great at the the whole two minute, like, doing it. You know, time so management. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I mean, ball hit Waddle. Guys, I mean, the the throw maybe was a little behind him, I guess, but you know, it went through Waddle's hands, hit his pads, went up into the air. Somehow the Vikings caught it. You mentioned many, it, but yeah. we've seen some weird interceptions well, against us this year. We mentioned that
1: off the off air. How how many? weird bouncy ball like tip balls are going to hit a toe or a, hit somebody's head and not hit the ground. I feel like that's like the third or fourth pick against us where like nine times out of 10 those those are going to graze the ground and not you know and not be picks. I mean it was clean, it was a great call. It didn't hit the ground. Well,
0: yeah, like, no. uh, just, Waddle's got to catch that ball. Well, true, but
1: but he's not used to it being behind him. He's used to he's used to playing with the most accurate quarterback in NFL history. <laughs> and that ball should hit him in stride, not on his back shoulder.
0: He's got to make that catch. Um, so that cost us three points. The Vikings are able to the defense held, uh, you know, held them to a field goal attempt. And, you know, that was good. So going to halftime down 10 three uh, offense did some nice things in the second half. But, you know, again, it comes down to, you know, not. Finishing and, and not executing. Jason Sanders misses a field goal. So that's this is a field goal. It was granted 50 yards plus. That's fine. You know, it was it was right around 50 yards, but he missed it bad. And he is now two for his last 10 on field goal attempts over 50 yards. This is the NFL. You gotta be a lot better. He's 70% or right around 70% for all field goals, um, over the last two years. Uh I, you know, maybe I'm, maybe I'm being too harsh, but I, you know, I, I think it's time to move on from him. I posted a poll on our, uh, on our Twitter, which is at T blowhole, our first ever Twitter poll. Um, let me pull that up real quick. I had it. So, uh, Rob, you can go ahead and defend Sanders while I'm pulling up the uh, the poll to go through the results.
1: Yeah, and because we obviously had this argument off air already, it's not so much a, a defense as in it's insane to cut him mid-year and, and deal with the trash pile on the waiver wire. Yes, and one last year— There was holding issues. It was obviously a lot worse than the year before. We would hope we hoped with Morstead being the holder, he would be better this year. That has not been the case. Granted, I am not saying like he he needs to stay for the length of his contract. If if this is what he is, well, one. It's still a small sample size for this year. Um, let's see, you know, give him. Let's see what happens. And at the end of the year, obviously, you bring in competition. If you find someone better, you cut him. But cutting cutting him now just seems rash and something uh, a, a silly fan would do, and not what a good GM would do.
0: So, first ever blowhole Twitter poll. T Jason blowhole. Sanders two for his last 10 kicks of 50 yards and over that's two for six last season over four. So far this year, he's been just around 72% on all field goals. The past two seasons combined. Do we cut Sanders? Do we keep Sanders? 69% of our voters said to cut him. 31% said to keep him. I know Rob, I, is stand, keep cor- him.
1: I stand corrected. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how do you What do you say To correct corrected how
1: Well the Twitter Twitter said oh. He should be cut <laughs> what,
0: what was I, I mean, thinking I I love all There of are Twitter There are guys holders. You can get off the street That can make 70% Of their field goals Maybe Like that's
1: but again that's what, what are that's you going not, off the that's not to something you can't like that's, that's not something good. that's
0: incredibly hard to do and they'll be cheaper than what we're paying Jason but, Sanders.
1: We don't need the, the cap cap space for this year doesn't matter getting cheaper. That's true. Are you really, that, that's really fair, worried but. about Ross? Ross, he you look at how much money he saved by not having to fly to Hard Rock for the for the first uh, 6 games of the season. Well, I guess we only have however many home games they are. He got to stay in New York. He saved plenty of money on his private jet. Don't worry. I think he'll be okay.
0: Either way, um, you know, I'm, I'm stopping short of saying he's costing us games, but he's definitely he's definitely leaving points oh, on the yes. field. He's um, been, it's he's, becoming he's an been issue. Bad. He's more of a liability now than ever. Um, I just, you know, don't don't trust the guy, to, which is crazy because two years ago he was money. Um, but, yep. yeah, I mean, the the Jets game, I mean, that's a totally different game. Granted, it's a, it's a hard field. It's over 50 yards. That's fine. But you're in the NFL. Most kickers can make that. And you know, if and you had made that one in the Jets game, you're you're winning. You've come all the way back and are now winning in the fourth let's quarter. Wait till um, as a opposed little, to the wheels completely falling off, which is what happens.
1: A little bigger sample size. Let's see what happens. And as special teams as a whole, Morstead has been great. Um, Morstead's been awesome. So yeah, coverage has not been great. It seems like we've given up a couple of, of of big things there. But one thing we should have pointed out one of the big issues with the defense up until last Sunday was the tackling. I thought the tackling was also fantastic. Not just the, the pressure and the thing. We were finally making the tackling in the jets game was abysmal we tackling do. in yeah.
0: the Vikings game was exceptional. Yeah. I just wanted um, to point that out. Yeah. And then, so all of that being said about, about the points being left on the field, um, you know, not finishing drives. I thought Teddy Bridgewater played very well. Mike Kosicki, two touchdown catches, Um, But in between, or in between the two touchdown catches, there was a chance late in the fourth quarter for us to take the lead. Uh, Nice, nice throw from Bridgewater. Nice catch from from Waddle. I still don't know. I've watched that replay a million times. I still don't really understand how he fumbled it.
1: What Um, do you mean? It was the guy punched it out of his hands. It, he
0: hits the I mean, ball right
1: on top. You can see, you can see it from the angle with him from Waddle's from the behind Waddle as he's running away from the camera. You see the guy come in. You see the. It arm was a bad fumble.
0: It was a soft fumble. Like I've whatever. No fumbles are good. But it was punch ball, it was punched out, out, out a little. Yeah, I, didn't, I, I wouldn't say that ball was punched out.
1: I refuse. No, you're not. No, you, we're not disparaging Waddle. It happens. Oh no, no,
0: no, that's fine. Yeah, no, love, I love I love Waddle. I just. And that was a bad fumble. And I know he's, yeah, I know he's course. just as upset about it. You know, he visibly was upset. I really liked that on the very next offense, because immediately after the interception cook takes it to the house for his one, the, the one good run that he had all day for the touchdown. Um, you know, so at that point it's uh 24 to 10, um, you know, late in the fourth quarter, we get the ball, we're pinned back. Um, after a whole, another penalty on the, the kick return. But uh, really nice. I uh, love that they they went right back to Waddle on that little wide receiver screen. It took about 50 yards. Yeah, He almost went to the house. But I think you, you know he wanted to take it to the house. So love to see him bounce back. You know, n- nice numbers-wise, nice game. But, you know, bad drop, bad fumble led to, you know, 10, 10 points, you know, off of, off of both of those plays from him. Um, but we did end up getting down the field getting that touchdown back to Kosicki. I didn't understand the going for two there. did you get that like we yeah were all so it's it's an
1: it's an analytics move, so basically you're go kicking the extra point is playing for the tie you're the the you getting a two point conversion is like is like a little higher than fifty percent. It's like a fifty two or fifty four percent so odds are you will make two you you know you will make one of two which ties it but you have a chance if you make the first one now you just need an extra point to win so so the so basically you have the odds of making one of two are in your favor and this gives you a a, a percentage points higher percentage points to win the game so it is the right call um and you know if Thank we... you for explaining that that yeah. actually
0: makes sense cuz I for the life of me and as you mentioned I do watch the games at a bar it's called uh the blue light It's in San Francisco for any listeners that we have in the uh, San Francisco Bay area. I know we have some. So if you guys want to come out, we'll be there on Sunday watching Sunday night football. Uh, We're actually having a party. We won some kind of contest where we get, uh, I think all, like all of our food is free. So for, for up to a hundred people. So please come out. Yeah. 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 So come out and uh, uh, to blue light. If you're in the San Francisco Bay area to watch Sunday night football this week. Um, But yeah, we could not for the life of us make sense of it. But as I mentioned, we were at a bar and, Fairly dropped by that point. So the other um, time,
1: I don't know if analytically this makes sense. The other weird time I like to go for two is when you're up by one and score the touchdown, so now you're up by seven, and the and it just puts you up by eight. I'd rather go go for the two to make it nine, and then because if you're seven, odds are your other coach is going to be a wimp and he's not going to go for two, so you're still only risking the tie, but going up nine over eight, you know over seven or eight is such is pretty much two possessions i like it in that situation
0: yeah it's it's been interesting seeing the uh you know the analytics and the you know the coaches being more aggressive when it comes to going for it so um anyway didn't get it so uh 24 to 16 tried the onside kick uh i, I liked the the attempt uh it did not work um, no it's almost and-
1: impossible now with the way they changed the rules you can't Seen a couple though, like I've I've seen a a couple. The Jets had the one. Was there another one this season? Uh,
0: I might be thinking of a college football game, but uh, but yeah, I've seen a seen a couple of them this year. Um, Yeah, there was the Jets, and then. Uh, I think last year, wasn't it the, the Cowboys against the Falcons had there? Yeah, that's true. So, it, I mean, it's, it's, still... it's just
1: so much harder now, like percentage wise.
0: Agreed. Agreed. So anyway, didn't, didn't get the onside kick game over Ends 24 to 16. Uh, just a, a tough way to lose. Cause I really felt like we were the best team. Um, just a uh, two ever? main mistakes. That's what it boils down to.
1: Best team ever.
0: Or just uh, the no, best team of the day. Definitely not the best team ever. <laughs> uh, but no, we're we going to celebrate back that team week. on Sunday. What's that?
1: We'll celebrate that best team ever on Sunday.
0: I sure hope so. Um, All right. So we are at time for our first or the end of our first segment. Um, When we come back, we'll uh, play a few games and uh, preview the Pittsburgh Steelers coming to Miami on Sunday Night Football. So please stay tuned.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com.
0: and we are back. So, the Miami Dolphins sitting at 3 and 3. Uh that is where I thought they would be. This is not the way I thought we would get there. Um but 3 and 3 nonetheless. Uh, a lot of winnable games coming up. I did say that a few weeks ago as well, uh speaking particularly about the Jets and I thought the Vikings were a winnable game as well, you know, had we had Tua. Um Either way, we're three and three, whatever. Um, you know, it's time to uh, hopefully start a nice little win streak. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers coming to Miami on Sunday night football. We haven't played Sunday night football in a while. The Steelers are two and four. They just beat the Bucks. They were looking dead in the water before last weekend. So they're a little friskier than I give them credit for. They're well coached. And our old buddy Brian Flores uh, coming back to Miami. He is the linebackers coach in Pittsburgh, so you know there's going to be some.
1: Was uh... oh, that his official thing? I thought he was just like a defensive
0: assistant. Well, I think he's the linebackers coach. All right. Not, um, not just
1: that, your old buddy, your old buddy Minka is coming back too.
0: Oh yeah, Minka as well. Yeah, I forget about that one. It's a little. Uh, <laughs> a little you you further down. <laughs> it's funny that they both ended up on the same team.
1: Yeah, considering how much they didn't. I don't think uh Minka was a giant Flores fan.
0: I don't think many players were now that we're <laughs> like kind of seeing some Very of this true. stuff. There's yeah, there's been some like, like some of the comments I was reading some of them this week about, you know, they were obviously they're asking guys about, you know, Flores coming back. I think it seems like Brandon Jones, uh, and Christian Wilkins are, uh, are fans of his too. I didn't really have anything to, of course he's not going to say anything bad. Um, he didn't really have anything bad to say about him. Um, he's a pretty so, class,
1: pretty classy guy. yeah he is
0: he is so i you know i basically see sunday going one of two ways either that the steelers are completely fired up and you know going out there for for flores and play you know just with their hair on fire um and have a great defensive showing and it's a you know very tough and close game or uh i see tua being fired up not only to be back but also being fired up to show flores what he can do with a real offensive coordinator um you know, McDaniel was interviewed for the offensive coordinator opening last year. So I wonder if that's, you know, another interesting little subplot. They did not, Flores chose not to hire him. Uh, so there's a, there's, there's some, there's some underlying things going on here. I know they're all professionals, but it's uh, some pretty interesting underlying storylines.
1: It's a, I mean, to me, I mean, all those are true, but I think, I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think any of it's going to really play in right. These, these guys want to win these games regardless I think I w- I think we're way better than them. I could see this being a blowout in our favor, but as you mentioned, Tomlin's a great coach. This team other than they had that the Bills destroying them have actually played close in the rest of their games in their their losses and their couple losses and their couple wins outside of that. So ugh, it's a little it's a little scary cuz they're like a team that's kind of given us trouble <laughs> in the past um but I I think I you know I don't think Naji Harris is he's not having a great season I think he's a fine talent but without the offensive line um you know he's one of these the like, passing game b- barely three yards a carry kind of guy yeah um, you're dealing looks like Pickett will be back. You know, I'll take this defense going against a rookie in his like what second start that you know has he even played four quarters yet? Like I'm 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 all for that. Um I enjoy it. I like the idea of it. I do think Mink is gonna make a big play. I don't know if it's gonna be I think Holland will have the better game because he's the better player. Yeah, so I said it. <laughs> um but but I just see but Mink has just got the nose for the ball, whether it's one of those even when two is balling out, he seems to have one of those. What th- was that throw? A game? So if if it's one of those, what was that? Which nothing would be worse than like two throwing it straight to Minka and him like taking it to the house, or even just intercepting it. Or it's going to be another one of those darn bouncing off seven people's feet and heads and not hitting the ground, and all of a sudden it's in Minka's hand. Um, so I feel like he gets a pick, but I don't think it's going to be. Uh, I don't think it's going to help them enough.
0: So Brian Francisco Flores, um, I did not know his middle name was Francisco, He's an American football coach is. who is the senior defensive assistant and linebackers coach for we the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right. So we were both right. Both right. Um, I agree with you. I think it's I think they're interesting underlying stories, but I think that the main thing here is it's the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Miami Dolphins. And it's Mike Tomlin's team, and you know, traditionally one of the better teams in the AFC. They're they've fallen on some hard times, still very well coached. You know, I, I think it, they they beat the Bucks last week. It was in Pittsburgh. Um, don't really know how they won that game, but they did, and uh, that's who we're playing. So, so they're dealing.
1: Obviously, they lost T.J. Watt in like week one. That's a yeah. huge blow to them because, and because they and they have a rookie quarterback. They have a rookie quarterback.
0: I don't think he's a particularly good rookie quarterback either. Well, yeah, not we'll a see. good offensive he's, he's, line.
1: He's he's no Skylar Thompson. Um, but <laughs> well, what i wanted to say, I didn't. I thought it's because we, we were mentioning like le- even the last week's game, the penalties and the special teams. To me, it was not having Teron Armstead was the difference in the game. I know the offense played well, but we couldn't run. And there were too many times where like we'd want we needed that play to keep a drive going. And we got and there was like zero time and the guy got sacked. So, yeah, we didn't really touch so on that we talked a lot
0: about that in the, the Jets recap. That's yeah.
1: huge this week because defensively, even though they're without TJ Watt, they still have I know I think Cam Hayward's also on the injury report. He's one of the few guys not practicing, but Armstead got in a limited practice today, which is a great sign of him playing. Um that puts
0: Little back on the right side, which yeah, is which more he's more suited to play.
1: Now Tua knows how to play behind a terrible line and I think he, his quick decisions and quick throws probably could have done better, but we expect him to be better than Teddy or Skyler. That's why he's the starter. So I just don't want to have to see him play behind a line like that anytime soon, especially coming yeah. back from a head injury. So our Armstead playing would be is is going to be huge. Let's get the, and that offensive line play against their defensive line is really the difference. If they're able to hold up and give him time and give us running lanes. This is a blowout. If not, they'll, they'll keep it close and it'll come down to a Jason Sanders, 54 yard field goal for the win.
0: <laughs> Wide left by 30 <laughs> yards. <laughs> um, I don't foresee that happening. I do foresee, um, you know, the, the team being some sense of, of whole again, and, you know, being very obviously fired up and excited for Tua being there. Just, feels different this week. Like the, the practices, you know, the, you know, even hearing McDaniel talk, like it just, it just seems like back to what it was during the three and Um So I think we're going to, I think we're going to show up. I think we're going to show up in a big way. Um, I'm going to say dolphins, 27 Steelers, 13.
1: Nice. I am uh, I am of a fairly similar mind. But I say it's going to be Dolphins twenty three, Steelers
0: nine. More of a defensive struggle. A little bit.
1: I can yeah. see it happening.
0: I hope so. Um, it's it's definitely a game for the you know for the defense to come out and show what they're capable of. Um, you know, Kohu should be back. I know we mentioned we, we lost Needham. Um, Howard should be playing. Uh is going to get another chance. Hopefully, he you know shows up again and, and gives the kind of effort that he gave on Sunday. Um, and we haven't really talked about it much this year. I know in the, the last few weeks in particularly, and I know you were just kind of talking about it, the offensive line in general, um, last year, the offensive line was it Flores's first season and his last season were the two worst offensive lines I've, I've ever seen. I don't feel like we're that bad. Like, I don't feel like we're in that category of bad. Like we're not as good. I thought we were going to be better than we have been. Um, I think,
1: well, to be fair, we've, we've yet to see the five that we want to see how long our two
0: starting tackles are injured, right? right? Like that's,
1: but Jackson's been out almost the whole year.
0: Yeah. He missed he was injured in Patriots game. Correct. So we knew, we knew there wasn't a lot of depth there, but I still think even, even like, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, even having said that, I think they're still playing better than they played last year. Like, I think like I'm more confident with the way this offensive line is playing than I was at any point last year. <laughs> at any point,
1: honestly, right now with the way on the right side, a little like taking this last game out when he played on the left, little has been fine. Hunt is great. I think Hunt, Hunt is, is actually great. Hunt I is was a gonna say, fantastic
0: guard. Yeah. Hunt,
1: I love, and he's been playing great. If Austin Jackson come back and give us more than what Little did at right tackle, awesome. And if he can't, then we stick with Little. And like so, that side's okay. Williams, I think, has been okay. He's been fine. Um, Eigenberg, I think, statted out better last week. He's has not been good at all. Upgrading that would be really, that's the big hole and, and Armstead and, uh, and, uh, and the big guy What's his name.
0: Teron Armstead. Teron.
1: Thank you. Yes. <laughs> sort of he here for. Him. is amazing. All right.
0: So we're in agreement. Uh, we think the dolphins are going to win on Sunday night football in their throwbacks. Looking forward to seeing it. Uh, I'm really excited. So for us out here on the West Coast, um, the Sunday night games start at five o'clock, which is you oh, know, which is nice.
1: That's right. I'm like, man, that's going to be late going out to a bar. I know it's not, you know, it's not right down the road from the house. So you got to get out there for a little bit. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's early. That's just an yeah, afternoon game. Yeah, be
0: nice. So why don't we take a stroll over onto the degenerate side of things and uh, make some prop bets for Sunday night's game?
1: All right. There's a. Uh, there's a not as many options to pick from. I think there's none for Tua. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, we didn't have a lot. Um, didn't have a lot to go for by the old uh, gambling site.
0: What happened last week, Ron?
1: Last week we were both very good. Well, you were perfect. I was very good. Um, you went three and zero. I went two out of three. So that gives you one more win. Gives us each three weeks. Uh, as far as wins and it gives me I'm still up eleven to nine but so you picked the weird stupid ones which were hysterical so you had uh Alexander Madison under seven and a half receiving yards and he had, he had zero, zero. <laughs> so great call you also had under twenty nine and a half receiving yards for Big herb Smith who even though he had a touchdown had just seven yards. Um, and you went bullish on your boy, Mike Kosicki. Two weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row, so he probably played really well for you in fantasy camp. We'll get to that later. But (laughs) the over-under was only 19.5, and and he crushed it with 69 yards. Um, Nice. So basically, you crushed those. Awesome job. I missed on my first pick, which was over for Mostert. I thought we were going to run— Uh, over them. I thought we were going to have a nice big game. He only had, he had 49. The prop was at 60 and a half. So I lost that. Uh, The other two were probably pretty much crushed. I had Waddle over 55 and a half. And even a bad Waddle game is 129 (laughs) yards. And then uh, I also took the over for Jefferson. I figured he'd bust us for one big play. He didn't really kind of nickled and dimed us more than he one big played us right but uh but he's he still did, yeah but he's still amazing he's still at 107 yards he's in a quiet so game good for him yeah, yeah. even
0: on like <laughs> an off day like 107 yards yeah, like, exactly. yeah whatever we quiet him. sunday first <laughs> for Justin jefferson <laughs> eight catches 107 yards
1: yeah pretty good so uh so that's that's how we fell out there and now we get to pick from the juggernaut that is the Steelers.
0: Yeah, no weird, no weird like backup running back prop bets that I can get well this week. We could
1: have taken the uh, over under of Najee two and a half catches. That's not very exciting, though.
0: No, I did, uh, I did like the receiving yards, though. So they have Najee at 14 and a half receiving yards. I, I, I don't think he's going to have a great day running the ball, but I could see, you know, some dinking and dunking and, uh, you know, Uh, what the check down, the the check down pass to Najee, he seems to to do well in that regard. And I think he will get over. They have him at 14 and a half receiving yards. I think he will go over 14 and a half. That's not
1: a lot of yards. Yeah. I don't know if, if, uh... God, I keep doing picket. I don't. I would picket and pickins since uh, that. That I'm so glad that's not on our team. Two guys like that because yeah, I, I can't yeah. get that right. Um, I don't know if he's a check down guy. Like Najee was a ridiculous with with uh, with Ben because Ben was a check down machine. Um, not so much with uh, Trubisky. Um, so I don't know. So this could be a smash, could be terrible. Well, speaking of Pickett, what are you thinking on his uh he's got two hundred and twenty three and a half receiving yards going yeah, over? I liked this
0: one too. I'm gonna go under on that. I think he's gonna be I think he's gonna have a rough night uh on, on Sunday. And I'm, I'm hoping I'm right there. So twenty three and a half two hundred and twenty three and a half yards. I think he's gonna go under on two hundred and twenty three and a half passing yards. I like that. And, yeah. And then we have one that we both agree on. I don't think we've, have we had one this year that we, we picked the same. I don't remember. I don't but believe so. We've got both
1: opposite on some, but this one yeah. seems too easy.
0: We are believers in Waddle and uh, in, in him bouncing back from the, the tough game that he had on, on, on Sunday. Um, and with Tua coming back, I, I think, you know, he'll be looking for him. Uh, he's listed at 58 and a half receiving yards. I'm taking the over. I know Rob feels the same way. We're both going over on the fifty-eight and a half yep, receiving half.
1: Yep, that's that's one of mine as well. I'm pr- pretty sure they. I'm think five out of six times Hill and Waddle have all gone over on the. I mean, how many the hundred and fifty, a hundred yard? Like they've they've always had, um, huge weeks. So I'm actually so yeah, I took the Waddle over. I'm also taking the Hill over. He's seventy-eight and a half. The guy's just he's just a machine. They feed him. And he's He's so so much better than I, I mean, I knew he was great, but we said it last week. And then, and like, even when just the way he fights for yards and the way he fights for, I love him. I love this guy.
0: Yeah. You can tell the team loves him too. Like he's just like, just a perfect fit for this team, which is great.
1: Yep. And, uh, I like sticking to big boy bets. So I'm, I'm taking the under on Najee Harris's rushing yards, 45 and a half. I don't see him getting it, um, unless he could, He's not he he's not Dalvin Cook. He can't break through that one long one. So hopefully that sentence doesn't come back to bite me in the ass. But uh I'm going under.
0: Sounds good. Love to see it. All right. So that'll do it for uh the degenerate side of things. Um it looks like I'm our viewers can't see the screen, but it looks like for um for week six, can you go back to that?
1: Yeah, I didn't know you what just, you were looking at.
0: Yeah, you have it. you have me at two to one. Isn't was shouldn't it be three to two?
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I got all three of
0: mine last week and you got two of yours, so it should be three to two. Okay. I don't feel like Just that. Make was sure right. we're keeping we score properly here, Did Rob. I
1: only get one right last week? Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. the score is now twelve to ten.
0: All right. Um, so the other fun game we like. Well, actually, there's two more fun games we'd like to play, but the next game that we're gonna play is our uh, weekly NFL Pick'em. Uh Rob, what happened last week in Pick'em?
1: Uh once again, you went to, you went two for we you, you won two of the three games. We go head to head on three games. Pick against the spread. Uh, I was sure that the Seahawks getting two and a half points would be a smash win against the the terrible, terrible Arizona Cardinals. They are
0: terrible. I foolishly thought the Cardinals were were going to show up.
1: Um, that was a that was a win. The only win for me. Uh, Chiefs. I won on a. On the uh taking the Chiefs on that squeaker of a game <laughs> and then uh and then I guess I lost or did I or I whatever it is it was two and a half points they lost by four they were getting two and a half you picked the bills because they're your favorite team and I hate then, the bills what no no you pick them it makes them your favorite right, and I then hate them. they're very good though what terrible team did the Jags even play that they, was it the Colts? The
0: Indianapolis Colts in Indy. So the the Colts can beat the Jags in Indianapolis, but they can never beat them in Jacksonville. So I won, I won on both of those this year. So yeah. Yeah. I I won that.
1: Very weird. So yeah. Plus two, they, they were getting two and they lost by a ton. It was not not a ton. I think
0: they lost by seven. Did they
1: end up, oh, they ended up making it close. They were down big though, weren't they?
0: Who knows? I don't know. I wasn't watching.
1: All right. So, uh, speaking of Jags, (laughs) <laughs> there is a line that makes no sense this week.
0: There, it makes absolutely no sense. So These... the New York football giants are five and one. They've beaten the Packers and the Ravens in consecutive weeks now. Yep. Um, they're going to Jacksonville and they're getting three points.
1: Yes. And there's nobody I know that can make sense of, I can't make sense of this which is why i'm taking the jags and when right. sometimes vegas knows something <laughs> we don't i'm just going with the vegas knows something we don't here um every if i would think this is totally the giants but again nobody believes in this giants teams everybody enjoys the story they we see it's saquon right. barkley and smoke and mirror so but the Jags are a weird team, so whatever. I'm taking the Jags minus three. It's just one of those that makes no sense to me, so I'm going on the yeah, side. Yeah, I, of I will take the five
0: and one team going into Jacksonville. I will if getting points. I will take that team. Yeah. You can have. Uh, all right the uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, they've been a really strange team. They're going into Cincinnati and getting six and a half points. They've they've been frisky this year. I like the Bengals though, so I'm going to take the Bengals winning by more than a touchdown at home.
1: The Falcons are so stupid. They've just, they're like, hey, we're going to run. Do you see? Uh, Mariota threw a pick. They ran 14 consecutive times after that <laughs> in that game. And they still crushed the 49ers. The 49ers. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: their 49ers are a good football team. Yeah.
1: yeah the, they
0: beat them handily.
1: Falcons are first place in that division, aren't they?
0: No. The Bucks would be in first place. Oh, are they? Yeah, because right. I think the Falcons are three and three, and the Bucks. Yeah, I guess the Bucks are three and three too. But the Bucks did beat them head to head, so the Bucks would okay. be first place. Strange. All right, well, you know strange, what? I have season.
1: I have picked two terrible teams. Is there a third so, terrible team I can I can pick?
0: You know who's a really bad team, Rob? Tell me. The Houston Texans. Well,
1: who are they playing?
0: They're getting six and a half points going to Vegas. Who Vegas is terrible right? They're one and four. You should definitely take the Texans and six and a half points.
1: Done. <laughs> I am. They're feisty. I like, I like my, I like this Texans team. I don't know why Davis mills. I was a believer Davis mills because like the team sometimes wins games. They can't, he's terrible. I've actually watched him play now and I'm like, Oh, he is not good. I like, I like pretending that he was better than Mac Jones, but now I got Bailey Zappi to be better than Mac Jones. So that's funny enough in itself. Um, <laughs> So the Texans are, but that Damian Pierce is fun to watch. Brandon Cooks can't is not allowed to be on a good team two years in a row, but he's a good player. They're weird. I'll tell yeah. you,
0: uh, weird okay. little team. Yeah, I think the uh, I think the Raiders. This is a get right game for them. Uh, they're much much better than their record would indicate. I believe that, um, and they'll they're at home. I yeah, I think they really. They really handed to the Texans, I think. Um, All right. Well, we are just about at time uh, for uh, our second segment. So when we come back, we play our favorite game, which is called Fantasy Camp. So please stay tuned. And we are back. Hit it, Rob. Camp. so for any new listeners we have fantasy camp is a game rob and i like to play every week where we draft a fantasy football team comprised entirely of miami Dolphins skill players in the past this has been quite the effort in futility however this year this offense is very fun and there are lots of viable fantasy options so it's been quite quite the uh the battle uh last week i i made a very well i hedged because i bet kaseki i bet in on the degenerate side of things i bet that kaseki would go over but i i had the opportunity to, to draft him in fantasy camp and i passed on it so that's what you call a hedge i knew i was gonna get one right and i did not get fantasy camp right and i'm glad
1: that was uh it's just funny for the newer listeners uh I don't like taking Gasicki because he's so also hit or miss. And you are a bigger fan last year. I named your team after Gasicki. Um, but was funny... I do love Mike Gasicki. He's awesome. I was pre-season. I was the Edmonds believer and you were the Mostert believer. So I'm very glad we didn't stick to the uh, I'll take Edmonds every week and you get Mostert every week. Well, I <laughs> mean, that... you can't
0: take Edmonds every week. It's just... Uh, well, yeah.
1: this week you had... You had uh, Edmonds. You actually took Edmonds over Gasiki.
0: No, I took Gaskin, who didn't even dress. I oh, you took Edmonds. Right. Um, well, yeah,
1: you're sorry. I was looking at this week, not last week. Okay. Yes, you took. That's right. You took Hill. I took Waddle, Mostert. Then you took Gaskin and Wilson Jr. You basically, your second and third picks were zeros.
0: They didn't play. Yeah. I yeah. took two guys. who didn't dress, but I was, I was thinking my thinking was with, with Skylar Thompson, uh, starting a quarterback that you were maybe going to see some trick plays. Like maybe we'd see, cause Cedric Wilson is such a good gadget player. I thought maybe he'd get involved in the offense a little bit. And Gaskin was by far and away the better running back against the jets the previous week. So I just thought he would get another look. Um, he didn't even dress. Uh, so either way, it was, you know, not a, not a good week for me, but you know what? I'm still crushing you in the season.
1: Yeah. But not last week. Cause I had 44 to 25 and a half win.
0: Yeah. Which was yeah. nice.
1: Honestly, you I, even needed took, that one. I even took Edmonds before Gasicki last week, just because I believed Edmonds <laughs> would get more run than Gaskin. I didn't. It didn't really matter. Did. It was three fantasy yeah. points, but uh, so it's not really not really anything to make a parade over. But uh, I was right. I was right. I. Fi- it was only my second week winning fantasy camp. You've, you've got this me. Year, yeah. You've got me four to two. Yeah, this this season.
0: Um, well, you get to pick first this week, so we all know you're taking Tyreek Hill.
1: Yeah. So you were saying like this. This one. This season's almost a little boring because the top three picks are set. Um, it's Hill. Who I will take, and the and it's very top heavy. The bottom, the, there are many zeros in our fantasy camp.
0: Well, lineups. last week we saw we saw some changes. Like we saw yeah. some we we saw some things, right? Like you know, I I, I think Gasicki is you know I I think he's I I would contemplate taking him at the moster pick. Like I would con I would contemplate it at I, this point.
1: Then you you know what I will take Hill, and you can take uh, Waddle and Gasicki. Go ahead and do it.
0: I'm gonna take Waddle and Mostert, there you but go. that's what I thought. Yeah, but I would, I would highly consider taking Gasicki. I don't think Gasicki's a bad pick at all now.
1: No, okay. So you took Waddle and Mostert. Now Gasicki is Correct. not a bad pick in your right. in your position. <laughs> he would have been a bad pick if you gave me Waddle or Mostert. That would have been dumb. But now, when it's between Chase Edmonds. Uh, Sherfield, craycraft wilson smythe maybe maybe gaskin yeah maybe gaskin now Gasicki is is the is a right pick so i will obviously take him two weeks in a row he actually scored two weeks in a row that's 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 odd that's like uh he no he didn't score in the jets game he just had a good game all right so um i will take he didn't have a great game
0: in the jets game he just caught a pass that was 30 yards yeah (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's ridiculous. I considered that a good game for him. Um, all right, you know what? Ugh, who knows? I'm I'm going to take sherfield He seems like he's been getting.
0: He gets more run than anybody else yeah, in the third. You know, as the it, third no. wide receiver.
1: Yeah, so I'll take him.
0: Okay. All right, Gesicki Shearfield. Well, you left Edmonds on the table, so I will sure go ahead did. and take. <laughs> I'll go ahead and take Chase Edmonds. So now I got Mostert and Edmonds. Um, I got one more pick: Wilson Jr. Craycraft. I'll go with Wilson Jr. He burned me last week. Maybe this week he actually dresses.
1: Man, and this is you are the you believe in Wilson like I believe in. Wilson I don't I hate name. him no, that, like, what I, I mean is... I've
0: been I've been very much when they signed him I didn't understand it getting rid of Parker and keeping him didn't make any sense to me that makes so but... much sense
1: by the way though yeah. you know who has Parker is leading the league in the smallest amount of separation yards
0: that's not his thing but, but I that's... bet he's leading the league in 50-50 balls or contested catches
1: I doubt he's leading it but He's good. He,
0: he's probably close to the top. That's it. Like, that's what is, that's his thing. He's amazing at contested catches.
1: Yeah. But that's, that's like 1980s football. We don't throw fades and say up for grabs. That's, 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 that's boring. We're fast. We throw slants.
0: Well, Wilson doesn't even dress. So that's true. <laughs> so
1: by the yeah. way, if, if it was like, obviously Wilson's, if they knew they were getting Hill, they probably wouldn't have spent that money on Wilson. But Waddle Wilson, like we, this team might not be good if we didn't have Hill. Like, oh, I mean, I don't think they just, trade
0: Parker if they signed. Oh, that's if they, true. Yeah, but yeah, like I said, agree.
1: Then <laughs> this team wouldn't be good because yeah. Parker's not good anymore. All
0: right. Agree. Or maybe they would have used the the draft pick that they traded for Hill for for a wide receiver.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah. Anyway, oh, good point. Um yeah, uh, so give me Wilson. Kraft. So you got you got two Craig you got two picks. You got you can get you got a defensive oh. player and uh, one more offensive player.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I will take the river and then I will take Holland because uh I just said he's gonna have a better game than uh Minka.
0: Like it, like it. Um kind of torn between thinking maybe this is the game where Xavier shows up and you know, rookie quarterback maybe baits him into a into a pick six, but I will go with Jalen Phillips. He keeps feeling like he's gonna like he looks he's so close to to getting sacks. I think he only had half a sack last week, but I think I think this week he gets he gets a couple.
1: All right. I'm all for that. I give um honestly, I'll give him I'll give him two right now. I'll put it right into the score sheet.
0: So before we get into nonsense, I do kind of want to talk a little bit more. We've I know we've Uh-oh. been talking about Kasicki. So I, I did want to kind of mention that like his name has been coming up in uh potential trade talks. I thought the game that he played last week is, you know, the type of player that he is. Um, I actually watched some of the, the, um, uh, some of the, some plays on, on Reddit, like the all 32 uh, footage of him, you know, in blocking schemes, he actually was engaged and involved in blocking a lot more. Um, and he seems like he's starting to play the actual tight end position a little better. I, I just, I'd like I, I think there's a fit for him in this offense. I think we saw what that could look like last week. Um, you know, I, I think he fits. Like, I think they. I I really hope they find a way to keep him because he's a dimension. You know, he adds a dimension that this team doesn't have. You know, so, he is a guy that can win 50-50 balls. He's large. He's I don't fast. think there's
1: any chance they they trade him, right? Um, unless you know somebody. Obviously, somebody. Nobody's going to go and break the bank for a. a you know, for a guy on his on a on the franchise tag where you, you know, so to tag him again is costs you even more and, you know, and then you have to sign him. Um Also, yes, I, yes, he is getting better at blocking. I don't think he's the perfect fit for this offense, but right now we don't need him to be right now. He's the third wide receiver for this team. So you can actually line him up as wide receiver and use, you know the smites and the carters and the longs as you know as you're blocking people like because we need those bodies right now like you said wilson jr has not been dressing has been a disappointment and then you're dealing and then like as a comma must not be coming along as fast as we hope he we i thought he'd be getting some run he's not getting any run. so you're dealing with Sherfield who's tiny and river craycraft who you know fan favorite but he's you know he's River Craycraft. So we need him. So I don't see them giving him up for just that reason. Now he for them to sign him at you know at end of the season, I think he'd have to really fit in this. So I I, I don't think we re-sign him. I think we take the comp the, the comp picks and let him go and find the the blocking tight end the blocking tiding receiving tight end next year unless he just ends up unless he just keeps catching two touchdowns a game and he ends up you know then it then it becomes an obvious fit but i don't think we resign him but i don't think we trade him
0: well yeah if he keeps scoring two touchdowns a game by the end of the season his gritty is going to be amazing oh,
1: god i mean i get it the first one was terrible the second one was too long I get it. No, the second one was much better than the first. No, the second, second one was... was better, but it was too long. He did it. Yeah, it was he too long. But for still. like twenty. I think he's still doing it. But, but now <laughs> let's put it to bed. Now let's do something else.
0: Uh, I, I'm, no, I'm good. I'm good. I hope he keeps doing the great. I just hope he keeps scoring. Honestly, yeah, there that's, you go. that's pretty much. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, all right. So you're still refusing to watch uh, House of the Dragon? I'm sure that um, is true. Did you finish Rings of Power?
1: Nope, I haven't watched one since last week either.
0: So that was okay. I finished that. Um I read Guardian had a nice article about it today. Um The Rings of Power. Um they were like, "Now that it's over, we can we can finally say how bad it sucks." <laughs> um I, for being it, the most expensive show ever made, like it's definitely As much uh, as I lacking.
1: love the nerdy stuff, I actually am not a huge Lord of the Rings like movie lover and the, the stuff. I'm
0: not a huge, yeah. I mean, I like the the books are good. Like I, I thought, the uh, the Lord of the Rings movies were good. I didn't watch the Hobbit ones. Um, you know they're they're fun. you know I thought they were good, not great. Uh, the show was good. I mean, I enjoyed watching it. Like, I, but it was it, miles beneath where House of the Dragon is in terms of quality, acting, writing. So all.
1: now I know you're not. You probably did you watch She Hulk at all? Because the, the last Yeah, two, yeah. I, I finished. The last it. two I, episodes did. were fantastic. When, I really liked the last episode. I thought yeah. it was. I thought but it was the, funny. But I mean, the second to last one with uh, when Daredevil shows up. I don't think that's a spoiler. They. It's been. He's yeah, that able, was good. In I mean,
0: trailer. I. I think calling it fantastic is a, is a little. I think well, I said the last. I think it's a little too little too high. I said the last two.
1: I didn't say the whole season was fantastic. The season was. I good. I don't think any part
0: of it was, was fantastic. I think it was good. It was funny. I enjoyed it. Um, I. Man, I'm thinking about it like in like totally different show than Rings of Power, but um, yeah, that's, that's just trying true. to think of like which one I enjoyed more. No, um,
1: one's a comedy, one's a thirty one's a one's a thirty minute comedy. The other one's a six hour slog fest with you know. Sure, but fantasy. like if you can
0: like you know like you can still say like I enjoyed watching one more than the other. Like I actually feel like I enjoyed watching She Hulk more than. Oh, <laughs> well, I hour.
1: did too because I finished She Hulk and I didn't finish Rings of Power.
0: <laughs> there you go. All right, let's go Dolphins, Sunday Night Football. (laughs)